Ken LaVica Live. It's why. Why? Why? Not Ken LaVica Live. Why? I can't believe that happened. It's why. We've rebranded. It's no longer Ken LaVica Live. Twitter is now X. Ken LaVica Live is now Y. It's a new day. A new dawn, as they say in the business world. Because, again, I've decided that we need to be a bigger presence in business. A bigger presence in business. We need our piece of the corporate pie. Okay? HBO is max. Miami is now a known global entity. Twitter is now X. So Ken Levicka Live is now Y. Can we hear Elon Musk one more time, by the way, to the BBC try to explain X? Um, X, apparently, uh, you're going to be uh, able to, not Twitter anymore, but X. You're going to be able to, like, uh, do financial things. Uh, You're going to be able to buy things. Uh, It's just a whole, like, mumbo-jumbo. We made a bunch of stuff off word salad. Uh, Elon's ego, uh, he just wants to... to, He he apparently, back in the day when he was uh, working for PayPal, tried to uh, change PayPal's name to X, and then he got voted off the board because they all said they hated it. So now he's able to realize his dream of changing Twitter to X. Here's Elon Musk trying to describe, and uh, you tell me when you know he's completely BSing. Here's Elon Musk about what X, not Twitter, but X will be. Essentially, if, if, if done right, the X would be, would, would serve people's financial needs to such a degree that over time it would become, I don't know, maybe half of the global financial system. Uh, what? Well. Or some big number. Uh, I'm not sure what the number is, but pretty big. Um, so big it, it was by there, by the way. Financial institution, but, but like I said, not, not not really in the way that people are used oh, to thinking about. Oh, it's painful. Banks. Just um, just the most efficient mm. database for the thing that is money. Um, like I said like least amount of fraud. Uh, everything's real time. Mm. Um, and if it involves money in any way, it can be dealt with okay. seamlessly on one yep. one location. Yep. Uh, can we hear one more time where he knows that he's just flat out lying, that he's just completely exaggerating, uh, that that X is going to account for the world, the 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 the, the half the world's financial market? Uh, here's Elon Musk realizing he lied in real time. Such, would, would serve people's financial needs to such a degree that over time it would become, I don't know, maybe half of the global financial system. Well, or some big number. Uh, I'm not <laughs> sure what the number is, but pretty big. Oh, boy. Uh, you know what that is? Coach Charlie, you know what that is? You know what Elon Musk uh, saying that X is going to account for half the world's financial market? You know what that is, uh, Coach? Um, yeah, dog. That's right. That is correct. And that is a perfect, perfect lead into a dog bleep Monday here on ESPN 106.3. Here on Why. I'm Ken Lavica, Jeanette Javier, the Dominic Queen, Stone Labanowitz, Friday Night Lights, Radio Life Partner. Before we dig in, Stone the National Nightmare has come to an end for the first time since the All-Star break. Luis Reyes and your Miami Marlins 
are winners with a dramatic walk-off win over the Colorado Rockies yesterday. Stone, why don't we get back in the Marlins mix? Cannot tell you how good it feels to get back in the winner's circle. Eight-game skid, it's over, folks, and we're knocking them all out of the park this season with the Miami Marlins. Back in the playoff hunt, one game out. Lone Depot Park offers you the ultimate experience with plenty of ticket options. You can get single-game tickets or invest in a Marlins membership that gets you even more lock-in things like priority seating, Saving on food and merchandise. Access to exclusive member events. Come out and support your favorite team this season as they celebrate 30 years of Marlins baseball. There will be promotions and giveaways all season long, not to mention the players. Jazz Chisholm nursing that oblique. He'll be back sooner or later. Sandy Alcantara has got to figure it out. And Luis Arias, Ken's guy, getting it done. Get your tickets today and join us at Lone Depot Park. Visit MLB.com slash Marlins slash tickets. And uh, the Y Show... I should get t-shirts made. Oh, uh, the Y show. Not, not very be. hard to do. <laughs> no, that's the brilliant thing about this show rebrand. Ken Levicka live show cumbersome. So many, oh, I don't know, letters. So instead of, let's see, how many names, how many letters does my last name have? Seven? A lot. Uh, seven. Uh, and then 10 for Ken. So 14 and then four total. more, 14 total. We went from 14 letters, three words with the original name of the show, Ken Levicka live. We're now down to one letter. It's just Y. You're right. Simple branding, simple shirts, simple promotion, money in daddy's bank account. I was just going to say, that is brilliant. The way you handled the finances oh, to bring him back. It's a very high ROI we're talking uh, I about. Know. I know. You just very need an iron and a few stickers right. and just iron them on right. t-shirts. That's Elon, Elon, call me. Call me, dude. Just Way to call think me. outside the box. Uh, I mean, I am completely aware. All right, time now for a Dog Bleat Monday here on it. Why? Uh, can we hear from Coach Salah one more time? Coach, thank you, Coach. Um, yes. The Open Championship this weekend was one of the most boring, non-dramatic, miserable golf majors I have watched in the last decade, at least. Brian Harmon, who the hell was this guy? We did an entire segment on Honda Classic Live uh, on Saturday morning, 9 a.m. Eastern time here on ESPN 106.3 Stone about who the hell is Brian Harmon? Uh, because I didn't know anything about him. Stone didn't know anything about him. A lot of you listening right now didn't know anything about him. We did 20 minutes introducing this area, Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast, to Brian Harmon because he led the whole damn Open Championship by five shots. And then... What happened after Saturday? He led the whole damn Open Championship by five shots. And then what happened? At the end of the tournament, he won the whole damn thing by six shots. <laughs> there was never any drama at all. So much so that the Open Championship gallery at Royal Liverpool, who were vociferously behind Rory McIlroy and Tommy Fleetwood, just completely gave up by the turn. On Sunday, because they knew there was no chance that either of those two guys were going to catch Brian Harmon. You made a great point, by the way, on Saturday when you said there's too many Georgia Bulldogs winning things. Brian Harmon, Georgia Bulldog, won. The Georgia Bulldog football team just keep winning. They're going to win again this year. Sepp Straka won the Honda Classic two years ago. Georgia Bulldog. Enough. Enough already. Why? We don't need any more victorious Georgia Bulldogs. Too much winning. Yeah, they Let win. have someone else have a chance. They win everything. And when everything. the conversation got going, I was talking about the tennis world. They're just being overtaken. All the American players coming out of UGA. I mean, it's, uh, I'm so tired of seeing that red logo or just people bringing it up. Because then, obviously, 
it just transitions right into Kirby Smart and his team and how they're title favorites. And you got to have that whole conversation. Right. They were even doing it on the broadcast of the Open. So, yeah, super annoying. You know what's really annoying about Georgia fans, too, is anytime a Georgia person, a Georgia alum does anything, oh, that's a damn good dog. <laughs> that's a damn good dog. Shut up. Like, that's as bad as hottie toddy. Isn't you Kevin Kisner of a bulldog, too? I always feel like, you know, he's one of our classic dogs. I'm assuming. Damn good dog. You guys are so annoying and petty. I love that. No, you love the bulldog. You I love, love Ugga. Ugga. Yeah. Ugga is an that, incredible mascot. That is a damn good I dog. <laughs> Brian Harmon is just. He... I wish somebody. Um, I love FAU. That's a Brian Harmon dog. <laughs> and I know you love. You, you've you met Ugga. You've seen him in his habitat, I've in his air conditioned dog house. He's great. He has, there's literally bags of ice yeah. in his dog house. They treat that dog better than, than most human beings treat other human beings. A thousand percent. Uh, quick story about Georgia. So, uh, Jeanette was interning with FAU when she was a student, uh, traveled FAU football games. And that, that's actually how I got to know Jeanette before she was a teammate here at ESPN West Palm and uh, a co host here on Y. And, um, uh, so, so FAU played at Georgia on a Saturday night early in the season in 2012. It was Carl Polini's first season after replacing Howard Schnellenberger, and it happened to be, one, it was primetime, so that place was lit. Um, so cool. And it also was the unveil of a new Ugga, which is their white bulldog. That is their real-life mascot that you may have seen occasionally attacks people on the sideline, um, but they were in Uggas' way. Okay, the Uggas all come from the same genetic pool. The same, they're bred by the same person, so they always look the same. They're always white and chunky and adorable because they're bulldogs. They're English bulldogs. They're they're adorable and they're flabby and fun. They at halftime of this primetime Georgia football game, all of a sudden, I, I look around me. And the place is loud as hell. Georgia and Florida, Georgia and the swamp, between the hedges and the swamp, the two loudest places in all of college football, Ooh. arguably. Um, oh, but Alabama, but Auburn, not even close. Been to both of them. Nope. Prime time at Georgia, prime time at the swamp. Find me a louder place for a college football game. I think okay? t- Tennessee's crept in the conversation. I have not been there, and so I don't know. But I've been to Ohio Stadium. I've been to Michigan Stadium. Uh, I've been to Texas. Give me the swamp. Give me Georgia, all right? So all of a sudden, I look around me at halftime. I didn't know this was happening, or I didn't know it was happening like this. All of a sudden, 83,000 people stand in unison and start roaring. I'm like, what the hell? Are they uh, retiring a jersey or something? All of a sudden, I look down at this golf cart that's coming out from the tunnel, and this golf cart has this little white dog sitting in the passenger seat and it's being driven to midfield, and people are losing their minds over this bulldog in the passenger seat of a golf cart. They get to midfield, they pick up this bulldog, hold it into the air, and this whole place just erupts, like shaking the foundation under my feet. The press box is swaying. It literally looked like Lion King. It was incredible. It was awesome. And and people are just... I look over and a woman in the stands, because the, the press box is not at the top of the stadium of Georgia. It's underneath uh, a second deck. And so you've got the fans all around you. It's a great atmosphere. A great open press box. Awesome. There's, there's, there's women crying. Like, tears. I have never 
ever, ever experienced anything like this in my life. A stadium full of people downright worshiping a 65-pound English Bulldog. I mean, it was unreal. So Jeanette's down on the field taking photos in her intern duties. And she's texting us during the game while she's supposed to be working in the third quarter. She's hanging out by this this portable doghouse they have on the sideline, affixed with ice bags, where this dog is just sitting in there lounging in the second half with selfies with this bulldog. Unlike anything I've ever experienced. I did not let that bulldog have a moment of peace. I was so obsessed with it. I was obsessed with Georgia overall being there and experiencing it. And then you throw a dog in there too? Like the cutest type of dog too. Oh, I was done. I love Georgia. So that's and my the fans were super nice as well. Right, but I'm gonna say they might be super nice, but they're super annoying yep. when they just call everybody who's a bulldog along, oh damn damn good dog. That's damn great good dog. branding. Oh, that's terrible. And I would love to be compared to Ugga. Well, here's part you of know? my issue with the open championship <sighs> though. Back to that. Won by Georgia Bulldog Brian Harmon. Watching Brian Harmon golf is one of the most anxiety-inducing acts I've gone through in my entire life. Yep. His pre-shot routine where it's adjust his feet, adjust his feet, adjust his feet, adjust his feet, adjust his hands, adjust his hands, adjust his hands, waggle the club, waggle the club, back to the hands, back to the feet. Um, more waggles. Uh, more waggles. I mean, at one point, NBC put up a waggle tracker because there was no drama with the Open Championships, they were counting the, the, the waggles and the twitchiness of his pre-shot routine. And it honestly, it had me reaching for the Klonopin. I could not handle it. It was a horrific experience. The Open Championship was a miserable watch. It's raining and it's dreary and it's terrible. And it was just bad. And nobody was, there was no juice to it. Uh, and then damn good dog. Uh, it, it just uh, Coach Sala, give it to me one more time. I mean, just a total um, dog bleep yes. experience. Dog. What was the dog bleep thing in sports you saw or heard or experienced over the weekend? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Exit us on Y at KLV 106.3. That's 888-760-3776. Jeanette, do you have, do you have something to, to, to add to our dog bleep Monday? I do. Now, I'm, I'm going to be very real. I didn't watch a lot of sports That's over fine. the weekend. That's fine. But I saw a report this morning that pissed me off on Barstool. Okay, okay. Okay. Of course, it goes back to Tom Brady. All right. Tom Brady retired, goes through a divorce. I know where we're going. With a very, very... Giselle, how do you get hotter than that? It's like, okay, he's single. He's going to live his best life. She's up there. Okay. Now, a report came out in April Mm. 28th. Tom Brady is done with models. I was excited. I was like... Yes, this is for all us real women who don't think they can get Jimmy G or quarterbacks. This is my Tommy's time. making himself available to the everyday woman. Yes, how okay. exciting. I'm going to <laughs> Vegas in September. I'm going to find me Jimmy G. I feel cocky and confident. Okay? Uh-huh. I wake up this morning, do some research. Yep. Who is leaving Tom Brady's place this morning? A supermodel. Mm. So he reverted. Irina can't even pronounce her last name. I believe it's Shake. Irina Shake. It's not spelled like that. You may know her, though, as Ronaldo and Bradley Cooper's ex. <laughs> Come on now. What happened, Tom Brady? I thought uh, he was giving he, this real woman a chance. He realized that and he's Tom Brady. Of, I'm not out of shape, but I can't compete with a supermodel. <laughs> with a roster like that, am I jealous? For sure. Mm-hmm. What a resume. Good girl. 
But I was so pissed right about it. So that, that's my dog poop. Um, that's Can a great I, one, Jeanette. Yeah, that's really good. Uh, Coach Sala, go ahead and uh, go ahead and give Jeanette her props. Um, yeah, it was dog. All right. I do need to ask you off of that. How did you feel when there was apparently the the incorrect speculation that Tom Brady and Kim Kardashian were dating? Because Kim Kardashian is she a model? She's told the line. She's a model. She's definitely a model. Okay. So that didn't make you feel good either. No. no. I was like, why? I mean, have fun, I guess. But why Kim K? A low-hanging but, fruit. But if there's one thing I yeah, would Yeah, she always, dates everybody. I, the only, <laughs> the thing I always give the Kardashian family is that may, they made curvy woman in. Until like. Oh, Kim so K she gets a pass. Body, okay. She gets a pass. I'm like, she could. She has a, a body you know that what? I can relate to. Could, and I appreciate that. Did Kim Kardashian, did the Kardashian family bring Curvy to the mainstream? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Did the Kardashians bring Curvy to the mainstream? Because I do think that Jeanette may be onto something. 888-760-3776. I'll say this. I always had a predisposition to being with curvy women going all the way back to my early high school days. And I wondered, what's that all about? Because when I was a kid, that wasn't necessarily in. But then how I felt when I saw Kim Kardashian for the first time when she was Paris Hilton's assistant and then her subsequent video, it made me realize, you know what? I just have a thing. And it made me have a come to Jesus moment about my feelings for curves. So, Jeanette, you might be onto something. I can't be the only one. Well, no, I live that life because growing up here in the States, you see uh, I grew up with like Britney Spears and Christina Aguilera, and it's like super thin gap between the legs. I could never attain that type of body, no matter how much weight I lose. Even when I'm in pageants, in my best mm-hmm. shape, can't get that. And then King came out here with a, with a derriere and a set in the front, and I was like, now, I can relate to this woman. Now, I would argue before there was Kim... Jennifer Lopez ran so or walked so Kim Kardashian could run. Jennifer Lopez literally had her ass insured. It was so curvy and perfect. Okay, <laughs> and I uh, think Shakira's involved in the conversation. No, as well. no, 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 Shakira, no. Shakira's no, not no. curvy. I don't know. Shakira I know she's not dance. curvy. She's no, bendy, but but she she's hips. yeah, she's bendy. That's, she's rubbery. That's what we're right. doing here. Played into being curvy and having that no, body. Uh, just because you're you're bit. a great belly dancer doesn't mean that you're curvy. Shakira made. Moving hips, hot. Right. Yeah. J Lo and Kim K made having the hips. Exactly. Yeah. Now Lavelle, hot. Lavelle, <laughs> Lavelle messages in, and he's also onto something here. Sir Mixalot started the curvy woman craze. Right. Talk that talk. He, so Lavelle, I, Lavelle is is correct. I still think it was a little bit. It was a little bit niche. Uh, but Sir Mixalot, he <laughs> Sir Mixalot did a lot. Or big butts. I cannot lie. Okay? Plus, it was from the male perspective. We never had, like, a female owner. Right. Ooh, right. That was some of your best work yet, sir. I'm telling you what, man. Uh, why has completely changed the complexion of this show. Renaming, <laughs> rebranding this show is why has made this thing infinitely better. Uh, it's a Dog Bleed Monday here on Why on ESPN 1063 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. What's the dog bleep thing you experienced, you saw, you heard over the weekend in sports? 888-760-3776. And a reminder, the name of the show is now Why No Longer Ken Levick Alive because Twitter is now... Now, X, so in the same vein, I want a piece of that money pie. In 2023, if you ain't rebranding, you ain't trying. So we're now Y. 
here on ESPN 106.3. Stone, what is your contribution to a Dog Bleep Monday? All right, this one's, uh, it's not a niche. It, it definitely caught onto the mainstreams as college football is, but only a month away. Oh, my God, it feels great. You're starting to see the countdowns and the player jersey countdowns. We're 40 days away. Here's a look at the best number 40 that were a Miami Hurricanes uniform. So, so tis the season for me. I bring you Florida A&M University. Damn you. He will not be competing in week one of this college football season or week two. Or week three or week four, it hangs in the balance whether this entire team will play any bit of football. Why? Because they bring in Boston Richie, a rapper, a local rapper in the Tallahassee area, mm-hmm. to shoot a music video. Where do they shoot the music video? Uh-huh. That would be in the FAMU locker room. What is this song about? What are some of the lyrics? Obviously, I would play it for you guys if every other word wasn't a derogatory slander of a woman or a oh, drug boy. or there weren't any Reference guns. to guns, right, right, right. Guns actually. Which is already a very contentious topic right now in sports. In the videos, there are yeah, guns. Yeah, there are guns in the video. And there uh, is. And, and again, where are they shooting this video? No <laughs> pun intended. In the fan. It was a mix, right? I think 60% of it was in the FAMU locker room. The other 40 was just around Tallahassee hey, and all this stuff. But God. you got people smoking certain types of things in these videos. So the whole... Entire football team is suspended, not playing any football. It's obviously the biggest stain you could possibly have on a university. Now, I still think they're going to try and play games, but team activities are currently suspended because Willie Simmons, their head coach, said, yep, we're shutting this bleep down. I don't understand why the players thought this was a good idea. Stop. That's a real thing. Yeah. yeah, Um, yeah, Dog. Imagine if you're Willie Simmons, right? And it's been brought to your attention that a whole ass rap video, which is not a problem in and of itself, I don't think, um, is being shot in the team facility. Now, the problem is, hey, I didn't know that this rap video was being shot in the team facility. So that's red flag number one. And then there is athletic branding in this video that I believe FAMU's an Adidas school. Uh, There's Nike all over this thing. That's a problem. I mean, you get these rappers wearing right. the kids' shoulder pads, the helmets, right, right. and so all that. Right, so that in and of itself is a, this was not authorized, and it's not Adidas-friendly, okay? So again, business. We're thinking business here. Thinking business. But then there's the derogatory slander of women. There's the gunplay in the video. Uh, that's not good. And so Willie Simmons, he said, uh, hey, the guys will learn from this, but also I'm not giving them the chance to learn from this on the football field. <laughs> We're shutting this whole thing down right now. Fam, you, that's rough. That is terrible. They did no research on the song or the artist or anything? No, no, they, no, this, I'm sure this artist is boys with a lot of these players. Right. And so he was like, hey, I got this great idea. You want to be in my new music video? Why don't you just unlock the door so I can get in the football facility? And that's exactly what happened without the head coach having any idea that this was happening. That's idiocy at its finest. It's, that's exactly how it plays out, right? Your boys with maybe eight to 10, maybe a large group of the guys, right? Constantly doing things with them hanging out. And they're like, Hey man, yeah, I'll just, we'll let you in the locker room here. Come on over here on Saturday so we can shoot your video, bud. They not think how is that going to represent the brand? Oh my gosh. Well, they probably thought more, Hey, it's cool to be in this dude's video over representing the brand. Yeah. Real Boston Richie, a household name up there in (laughs) Tallahassee. He's number Uh, one on my Spotify right uh, now. uh, So that, is a dog bleep Monday. We still have time for your submissions. What did you see or hear or experience in sports? There was just epic dog bleep over the weekend. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776.
on X at KLV 106.3. That's 888-760-3776. She's Jeanette Javier, the Dominic Queen. I'm Ken Lavica. This is Why on ESPN 106.3. What Jeanette just acted out, she was role-playing as if she, what she would be doing to paparazzi, what she would be motioning to paparazzi as she left Tom Brady's home conducting a walk of shame. What Jeanette did in our Anna John Levine Accident Attorney Studios, we cannot air. It is not for a family audience nor the FCC. It All is- I'll say is that Jeanette is hilarious. Just think, just think Triple H. Just think Shawn Michaels and Degeneration uh, it was X. Degeneration X for sure. Yes. And it's not a walk of shame. It's a walk of honor and uh-huh. pride. And privilege. Elegance privilege. And pri- yeah. Oh, you want to talk about me not experiencing privilege in my life? Let me catch me outside at Tom Brady's house at seven o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Makeup streaked. Hello, just- this is Jeanette Javier, and I'm leaving. <laughs> Just obscenely gyrating at the paparazzi. Just letting them come and settle in front of you like a press conference, just waiting for all them to get there. Yeah, I see. Yeah, I'll take questions. Hello, my name is Jeanette. First generation American. I came into the the scene at about uh, 10 p.m. last evening after a couple drinks. Right. If you'd like details on how the evening went, I'll be releasing a book in two months. Right. A memoir. Right. My night with Tom. Uh, with the goat. <clears throat> uh-huh. <laughs> oh, he's Good goat, times right. with the goat. The Jeanette Javier One Night Stand Memoir. See, again, business. We're just generating <laughs> business. It'll be under the Y umbrella. Share the, uh, the proceeds, don't worry. Uh-huh. Uh, it's hot outside. Like, obscenely hot. I mean, every day is a new heat advisory. I've never seen this before, and I've been down here almost 20 years. Stone's been le- living down here nearly his entire damn life. Jeanette, same thing. Heat advisory every day. This is this is not how this happens. Somebody asked ever. me yesterday, is this the hottest summer you can remember? And I said, hold on, you got to give me a second. Because I'm sure we can go statistically and look back, you know, seven, no, eight years but ago. Statistically, but statistically, this no. is the hottest summer it's ever been. But what I'm feeling every day yeah. is unlike it's any miserable. other summer. It's, it's terrible. It is miserable. Your AC is working so hard to keep you and your family cool. Uh... I would understand, and you should understand, if your AC unit just goes... Like, this is unbearable stuff right here. It puts such a strain on everything. Yourself, your sanity, your AC unit in your home, your condo, your business. So you're going to need someone like ready to go when that AC unit goes down. Because you cannot have... Feels like 115, 16, 17, 18, and have a home that is habitable. And that's where EDS comes in. EDS is, yes, EDS Air Conditioning. They're a train comfort specialist. It's hard to stop a train. That means they are quality. That means they are getting the job done right. They have the best equipment to make sure that they are and your AC unit is meeting your cooling needs. EDS is, yes, EDSAirConditioning.com. Family owned and operated. Been doing it since 2006. Servicing Palm Beach County and the surrounding areas. That's EDS Air Conditioning. EDS is yes. EDSAirConditioning.com. EDSAirConditioning.com. EDS is yes. That's EDS Air Conditioning. It's a dog bleep Monday here on ESPN 106.3. What's the dog bleep you heard or saw or experienced in sports over the weekend? 888-760-3776. For me, the Open Championship was absolutely awful. 
Absolutely awful. What a terrible watch. No drama whatsoever. And the winner, the winner, just constant adjust the hand, adjust the feet, adjust the hand, adjust the feet. I mean, it it was so anxiety-inducing. For Jeanette, the revelation, the report today that Tom Brady, who, again, via reports after his divorce from Giselle Bündchen, was uh, Tom Brady will avoid models, will avoid models. Well, he's now apparently dating Arena Sheik, who is, uh, well, a model and the ex of Cristiano Ronaldo and Bradley Cooper. Ugh. That's a hell of a flex right there. Good for her, man. Jeanette is furious about it. That's her Dog Bleep Monday. And Stone's Dog Bleep Monday is what happened at FAMU with the Tallahassee-based rapper who uh, took over the football facility without the head coach knowing, with the players putting on pads, talking about guns, objectifying women, that whole thing. Not great for the old FAMU football brand. Nope. And now, currently, the team is suspended from all, well, football activities. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. X at us so I can read it on Y at KLV1063. Y, the new name of the show. It's a rebrand. Twitter is now X. Ken Levick Alive is now Y. Simple as that. Bam. Business. Money in the pocket. Uh, Mike tweets in, Jessica Rabbit made Curvy popular before Sir Mix-a-Lot. Ooh, that is one of my idols. Hot I take. Hot her. take alert. Do you know who Jessica Rabbit is from, uh, from Stone? Yes, I do. Oh. Yes, I do. Jessica Rabbit is from, well, okay, hold on. There's ways I have to go I about this, this without humiliating myself. Oh, you already started. <laughs> yeah, you're not off to a good start, I'm yeah. just saying. Uh-huh. I would I would like to say Looney Tunes. Nope. I would. The, I, I, is she in Space is in Jam? Right what? Is she in Space Jam? Nope. Because there's a, a sexy cartoon female in Space Jam. Are you talking about Lola? <laughs> yeah, that's Lola. That's, that's right. That's Jessica a, she's Rabbit. A bunny. Jessica Rabbit. Yeah, no, not, uh, uh, not aware. But I had Lola pictured in my head, which is obviously very wrong and, and not at all close. I knew, I knew Stone was BSing when he confidently said, oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> and Jessica Rabbit is from a movie that was made, I believe, before Stone was even born. It's called uh, from Roger Rabbit, right? Yep. This is ex- Who framed Roger Rabbit? This is exactly the person that I had in my head. No, no it's not. No. You said I, it was a bunny. Jessica Rabbit's not a bunny. Jessica I, Rabbit. Because her last, her last name is Rabbit. Right. Jessica. Means she's a bunny. Right. Jessica Rabbit is a cartoon woman. This is who I was picturing in my head. And also, now, can you guys confirm that? No, but this is who I was picturing. Shout out Betty Boop. Oh, yeah, Betty Boop. Also curvy. Oh, Way I, back I know, in the day. I, I know all the curvy women growing up. There weren't many. <laughs> But Jessica Rabbit and Betty Boop, two non-fictional characters. She represented. Um, also, too, it is a little weird if we're going to say that cartoons ushered in the uh, curvy woman era. Like, that's a little weird. Uh, Ernie, Ernesto and Boynton on why. What's up, Ernie? Oh, thank you. Thank you again for putting me on why. Thanks mm-hmm. again. Um, I want to say that little part about just the... Uh, Janet coming out of Tom Brady's house, you really wanted with the royal accompaniment of trumpets. And, you know, you come out, hear ye, hear ye, mm-hmm. here comes a, a the latest victim of Brady. That's what, what you want. That's what you wanted. Honor, yeah, another it, privilege. That would be great if she did come out and announce a decree. Uh, Ernie, you okay? You hear us? I heard a hello as if we hello. lost connection. Ernie? Okay. Oh. <laughs> That went well. That would have been went about as well as it could have. There's some things as with any new <laughs> rebrand, things are about to go wrong. Things happen. So this is just a lesson learned, and we will come out strong. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Why is different. The ESPN West Palm equipment, that hasn't changed. No, it oh. Hasn't. oh, okay. Yeah. Still tried and true. 
malfunctioning. Uh, oh, should we? Uh, oh, oh, real quick. I wanted to get to this. Uh, this is uh, my dad has jokes, by the way, Greg, up in Chicago. Congrats on the rebrand of the show. Very appropriate when I think all the times that your mother and I looked at your report cards and said, why, Ken? Why? Oh, that's a total butt I love it from yeah. Pops. That's a great dad joke. It's mm-hmm. a great one. Great one. Don't get any better. Uh, and then also, speaking of rebranding, uh, a bad rebrand is Sierra Mist Testari. Yeah, that's a great call. I, I think it's we the all same thing? we're all hand yeah. in hand. Yeah, Sierra Mist is now Starry. I right. think Starry might have just bought them out the old classic, and I think we're no, all hand they, in hand. No, they rebranded. They rebranded. I, I didn't even know. Oh, I hate. I them. knew they were Starry. But here's what Starry did. did. You noticed there were a lot of Starry commercials during the NBA Finals. Here's what Starry did. They decided to rebrand from Sierra Mist to Starry, and what they did is Sprite many years ago declared itself the black soda. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Why? Well, it's a good decision. Why? How? I still don't know how they pulled that off. All of a sudden, Sprite was the black person's soda. Uh, Starry is trying to corner the black soda market now. So they rebranded, and they were all over the NBA Finals with commercials that were branding them, <laughs> for all intents and purposes, as the black soda. So they're trying to, they're trying to eat into Sprite's market. <laughs> no idea what's going on So that's on what there. happened. It's an, I don't know if anybody knows that battle's going on. So that's that, that's all I'm saying. Like that's what happened. Starry, and anytime I go to a, a fast food chain where it used to be Sierra Mist, I can never remember the name of what Sierra Mist is now. I swear to God, I always panic, and I go, uh, "Yeah, can I have uh, some Sierra Mist or whatever it's called now?" That's my go-to line. I don't hate it because I don't remember Starry. I don't hate it. Not good branding. It's been Starry for months, maybe even over a year. If I don't remember it now, that's not great. Team Sprite. Team Sprite. Are you all Team the way. Sprite? I'm, do, 100%. I'm big Team Sprite. See, I do kind of like Starry. I hate or it. Or Sierra Mister Starry and or whatever it is now. The commercials piss me off. They made no sense. So the, Starry. Like, the girl we gotta get to a break. I don't know where we're ranking Bud Light here, but I know we gotta get to a break. I mean, this one can go. <laughs> oh man, that's it out of here. I'm Ken Levicka. This is why on ESPN 106.3. There's a man down. Time now for the Baptist Health Orthopedic Care Injury Emporium. This is wild. Listen to this, Jeanette. Naheem Hines, Buffalo Bills running back and kick returner. Over the weekend, according to reports, he was idling on a jet ski. The final portion of his vacation before the Bills report to training camp. Someone not paying attention on the water on a jet ski just ran right into him. No. So he suffered injuries so severe he's going to need surgery, and he's done for the season before training camp even starts. That is brutal. Naheem Hines, done for the year with a jet ski injury. Oof. And that is the Baptist Health Orthopedic Care Injury Emporium is joint pain affecting your quality of life. At Baptist Health Orthopedic Care, their team's experienced in traditional joint replacement surgery, as well as new, less invasive treatments with the goal of returning you to what you love as quickly as possible. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians 
leaning edge treatments and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle, joint replacement, spine and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho. Stone, how are we doing on time? Are we two up against it right here for me to play you a piece of A-Rod audio? Yeah, right. 35 seconds. We'll do it tomorrow. We'll do it tomorrow. I thought Sorry. you were going to say an orca hit his boat or something, his jet ski. Oh, uh, yeah, that would have been topical. You're right. Um, no, jet ski. Uh, by the way, uh, CJ Gardner. Chauncey Gardner Johnson. Chauncey Gardner Johnson. Senior Gardner Johnson, safety, Detroit Lions. Tore up his knee. His season's done as well. Wow. Today. I mean, that's the biggest blow so far through camp. Oof. Pun intended. Out of every, every, oh, my God. Out of everybody. Tomorrow on Why, we'll listen to A-Rod. Make a borderline objectively off-color comment about little people. That's Jeanette. That's Stone. I'm Ken. Bye-bye.